Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to start off like this. We're going to do it just like these motherfucking companies. And it's been Thanksgiving. So right into Christmas. Let's go. Money loan. Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree yeah. for me. Been an awful good girl. Santa baby, saw her in down. know Mariah Carey getting ready. Think of all the fun I miss. Think of all the lovers that I haven't kissed. Next year I could be just as good. If you check off my Christmas That's one of our more powerful blacks. I want a yacht and really that's not a lot I've been an angel all year Santa Right into this, let's go Just nice roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir Folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows A turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the scene Well, shit's with the dip, though This nigga talk about the nation Tiny tots Whoa, I, I'm gonna fuck him up to the queen hey y'all know what time it is we gonna go over thanksgiving though we gonna talk about thanksgiving real quick but it's christmas time hey i just want you for my own 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bowties. It is the Kid XAB, and I'm here with the lovely Jordan Janae. Correct. Yes, I was about to tell you, call me Jordan Janae. I, I, I know. I know. Uh, How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So, ladies and gentlemen, you may not know Jordan, but I do for a very long time, unfortunately. Um, unfortunately. <laughs> she is here with me today, and we are going to do what we do. But, um, Jordan, this is your first time here, so... I'm sure you've probably listened to the episodes maybe once, knowing you. <laughs> um, we have something called the all-man moment. So basically that is like a really annoying or crazy scenario that has happened in your week. Have you had an all-man moment? I'm, I mean, you just told me about one. Yeah, but I almost just lost my life coming here. Why don't you explain that a little bit? You know, I was walking to get to here and... Uh-huh. Had like my little coffee in my hand and I'm just like dee dee in my cute little tracksuit or sweatsuit and you know, I guess I slipped on the street and my coffee went flying everywhere, hence the like stains on my, my outfit. That's that's real tough. That's, <laughs> that's real tough. I mean, you know I saw company. two accidents. I saw a young lady bust her ass um across the street and it must have been a bad ass bus because she just sat there for a minute, like to regather <laughs> herself. She was just on the floor looking and like searching through life, like where did I go wrong? I don't blame her. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what's up with today. I mean, the it's rain. The yeah, the rain got people fucked up. the The two accidents I saw could have been avoided. Like niggas is not paying attention. I don't know. Um, but yeah, um, I don't have an all man moment. I've been pretty good. You lying. No, I'm good. Something had to happen this week that you was like, oh, man. I'm sure some has, but nothing crazy enough. So we're going to go straight into uh, the week's topics, starting with Thanksgiving, which is one of the reasons why Jordan is here, because (laughs) we've been pretty close for a long period of time, um, and we know each other's families, and Thanksgiving is the holiday for families. So, um... Yeah, I feel like it'll be hilarious to have this discussion with you. Um, how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was great. Spent it at my aunt's house. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we all gather at her house and, you know, drinks. Is that tradition? Is it always her house? Most of the time, yeah. Okay. My aunt's the cooker of the family. Okay. So we all gather at her house and, you know. Did you yeah. make anything? No, I sent money over. <laughs> <laughs> You should know better than that. When's the last time you cooked, Jordan? Um, sometime last week, I made uh rice and salmon with like a little salad on the side. What'd you do to the to the salmon? Did you put any sauces, anything on it? It was already seasoned. uh, Got it out the box. Like it wasn't. It was was a TV dinner. No, (laughs) with the little the one with the little penguin on it. I get my salmon from Aldi's. It's like called the Mediterranean salmon. Uh Like it's already seasoned everything. So all you have to do is put it in the pot. They had plastic over it. You had to do a little cut over the the plastic and the steam. What do you mean? What are you talking about? It's a TV dinner, ladies and gentlemen. She is trying to tell (laughs) y'all. She cooked a fucking TV dinner. No, I did not. Don't even listen to him. All right. So you sent money over. What is your favorite dish that your aunt makes? Hands down, probably her rice. Yo, 
Rice to me has no. I mean, let me not say that because there's different types of rice. Um, but overall, like rice is like, what does she do to the rice that makes it so special? Oh my god, I feel like you just have to try it. And it's Thanksgiving rice, or this is just rice. And it's rice that she always makes, like in any type of event, but mm. fire. Like it's like that red type Spanish rice. Okay. With the rice and peas, but like, I don't know what she puts in it. it has to be crack or something because the shit is good. <laughs> So I guess that brings us into that first conversation, which is Lamont. Uh, Mark Lamont said that mac and cheese is mid. Um, what are your thoughts and feelings on mac and cheese? Don't get me wrong. I love me some good mac and cheese, but um, I don't think I would. And I need to have it on Thanksgiving. Like mac and cheese is not my favorite dish. So you day. so you trying to say that mac and cheese ain't it? No, mac and cheese is it, but... You agree with him? Is mid? I, okay, mid is the wrong word. <laughs> First of all, who's cooking the mac and cheese and how is it made? Okay. Everybody's mac and cheese ain't, ain't it. But is mac and cheese... You're, you're saying it's not an essential for Thanksgiving. Personally, I don't need to have mac and cheese. That's a little, that's a little crazy for me. Like, obviously, I'll put it on my plate, but it's not my favorite thing out of Thanksgiving. Like, I'd rather go for the stuffing. I mean, stuffing is my favorite Fine. dish. Okay. Uh, That's my second. But I feel like Thanksgiving ain't Thanksgiving unless there's mac and cheese on, on, the, on the menu. I agree. If I come to your house and ain't no mac and cheese on the menu on Thanksgiving, I'm, I'm already assessing that something is wrong. Something is not <laughs> going to be right about this meal. <laughs> I don't know what's cooking, but now I'm on high alert. So, like... Mark, I think is bugging. I don't know. Um, I've had not. I've had some bad mac and cheese. Mac and cheese can be bad, mm-hmm. um, but some good mac and cheese will will fucking change the whole dinner up. Like it'll make things a thousand percent better. So I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I'm a little surprised that you don't need some mac and cheese on on I'm your, just saying, your plate. Like I didn't. Okay, first of all, I did not say I don't need it on my plate. I just said that it's not. I fuck with mac and cheese, but it's not my favorite dish. Like, mm. it's not. But I wouldn't call it mid, though. Yeah, yeah. He was bugging out. He said it was mid. He said he don't care who make it. Nana, grandma, auntie. He said whoever make it is going to be trash. He's probably lactose intolerant. Yeah, something, <laughs> yeah, something, something ain't right. Mark, something ain't right. I mean, I normally fuck with your, your takes, but this one ain't it. This one is on the, the other side of the journey. Um... Social media was a little crazy this year, too. Like, normally Thanksgiving... So, this was, like, the first year that Instagram didn't crash on Thanksgiving. Normally, I feel like Instagram crashes on Thanksgiving. This this year, I was pretty... You know, I was able to go through my timeline and everything relatively easy. However, there was a lot of fuck shit going on. There was people cooking chicken in washing machines. I've seen that. That's crazy. There was people washing greens in, in tubs. I don't know what the fuck is going on, <laughs> but it only, and then there was a, a meme going around with this dog that apparently humped the turkey. And then the person who was going to cook the turkey was like, yo, don't worry about it. We're just going to wash it and cook it and nobody's going to know the difference. Um, yeah. You can't eat at everybody's house. No, definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if we need to make that PSA, but. You can't eat at everybody's house for those particular reasons. You don't know what the fuck people is doing to this food. And then you sitting there and you, you probably slapping it up mm-hmm. and it ain't, you Perish got, now you got worms. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't eat at everybody's house. 
What is the wildest thing you've ever seen going to somebody's house and they they were cooking and you was like, oh snap, nah, this ain't it. See, I never seen anything wild in somebody's house where I was like, nah, this ain't it. I just look at the food and automatically know. <laughs> What's the nastiest thing you ever seen somebody cook? Okay, so it was a long time ago. I went to a block party and <laughs> it's, already, <laughs> it's already sound like it's going down and a dark so road. Somebody's mom was, I guess, cooking for like all their friend, like all his friends, and um, she brought out plates and it was just like corn like the little corn kernel i don't know it just looked crazy wild she was like you want to play i was like no nah, i'm cool i'm good like i sat there starving the whole night i'm good nah, you know, starving I'm is crazy starving because listen <laughs> you will know by my facial expressions if i fuck with it or if i don't so you know i'd rather just not take the food because i'm not trying to hurt nobody's feelings yeah, like and be yeah. disrespectful so i'd rather just you know i ate before i got here it's okay yeah that'd be the <laughs> hardest thing man when people like be trying to force you to eat a plate and you like nah i'm good like i don't want to be disrespectful but that ain't it that trust ain't, me that ain't it like, <laughs> y'all don't want to see what i'm gonna do if i take this plate real, like <laughs> Cause I'm quick to throw the whole thing in. I'm quick, like you know, fold the little plate. Yeah, that, uh, right, right. And if and if it's nasty enough, I'm gonna do it in your face. If it's, I'm not even gonna be. I'm not about to sit here and hold this plate all night. I'm not gonna be discreet about this shit. I'm uh, mm, yeah. No, honestly, my stomach is my stomach, and I'm gonna throw this shit away and then go in and order McDonald's like it's some fucking wild shit right in front of your face. How about you? Have you ever experienced? I'm trying to think. Um, I've definitely seen some nasty plates. Um, I I want to say it was a similar thing to you where it was like a. Uh, family gathering that i got invited to not my family like my one of my friends family gatherings and you know when it's different cultures they they be eating some different shit so the plate just didn't look like it was for me and i was trying (laughs) to explain that in the nicest way possible without you know what i mean like hey they be pressing it though yeah like like, no no you this want sh- your feelings hurt? This shit mad good. Like, I'm telling you. <laughs> and I'm trying to tell you, no, I'm not going to have the same thought process. I'm going to eat that. Like, I'm picky, number one. You know, I've gotten better as I've gotten older. I think, you know, pickiness is kind of like a young man's sport. But at the same time, I know what I like and I know what I don't. And exactly. there's certain things that you just see how it look and it's like, nah, that's not going, that ain't going to work. Yeah, and I'm big on like, if a food look ugly, I'm not... I'm not fucking with yeah. you. Like, even like on a bagel, if I see like a burnt part that's really burnt, exactly. Yeah, picking that shit off. Yeah, it's gotta like, go. Yeah, it gotta go. No, yeah. Yeah, like it was a little black spot on yeah. my chicken. Yeah. Nah, that shit gotta go. <laughs> I'm go. I'm gonna go around and go mm-hmm. get the next piece. Like, yep. I don't want that. Sorry, and I I understand. Like, even when the banana, the banana start browning. Yeah. I, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't the want whole it no thing more. Is going in yeah, there. I don't want it no more. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm one of those. You know what I mean? I'm not one of those. It's a banana. Like, nah, can't do it. <laughs> now, I've been waiting, fiending to ask you this question. Can't wait till we get oh, into this. Oh, no. You're making me nervous. <laughs> so, Young Miami uh, got on the internet. These internets, uh, I want to say two days ago. I think it was on, it was on Thanksgiving. 
Um, and she basically said she ain't know what was going on. She don't know if it was the food or not, but she was horny. And is it, always horny. <laughs> like, let's just call let's, <laughs> I fuck with young Miami, don't get me wrong, but sis is always horny. Yeah, but. yeah she is. But it made me think, what are the holidays that you are the horniest on besides Valentine's Day? Okay. Because everybody is horny on Valentine's Day. Like that one is probably number one in everybody's book. You you probably go out to your little dinner, uh, you get your gift, uh, and then uh, you busting it down. I feel like Valentine's Day is so cliche that I'm not even like, yeah, okay. But besides Valentine's Day, I would probably have to say um, Halloween. See, now Halloween was <laughs> in my top three, but why, why Halloween? Because it's like... You know, first of all, I don't know about everybody else, but when I celebrate Halloween, you know, I'm dressing in my sexiest, you know, costume. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. something about Halloween that it hits different. I can't think of any other holiday, though, because for Christmas, you know, that's my other favorite holiday. It's like, that's family time. See, so my top three. So, all right, I'm gonna break it down like this. Halloween, I can see because Halloween kind of facilitates role playing. Yes, exactly. That's what I was trying to say. Right, like if you wear the sexy nurse outfit, mm -hmm. like it's already whatever. And then Halloween is a good time to be horny when you're single, right? Because I'm just gonna say, I'm just put it out there. I would say what others would consider to be hoeing activities is kind of like. Not a must, but you you get a pass on Halloween. So if you meet somebody at the club and you fucking with them, I'm not saying that people are always going to have a one night stand, but you fucking with somebody at the club and you decide that you want to, you know what I mean, make out with them or you want to get a little freaky with them. It's Halloween. Ain't yeah. nobody really going to say much about it. All rules are off. Like it, it's, yeah. It's like you please. Yeah. It's like the body don't count. Yeah, right. It's like a one a one day thing. And then. Wake up the next day and it's a new day. Right. You know? And you wasn't even you. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you was another person. Was a whole new person. Yeah, yeah you so. was Batgirl for the night. So, you know what I mean? Don't matter. Yeah, like Jordan didn't have sex with him. Batgirl did. <laughs> exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Now, my top three are Thanksgiving. I agree with Young Miami. Thank Something about Why? Thanksgiving is a Why? horny time. You should be hungry, not fucking hungry. <laughs> See, so you go, you eat, you spend time with the family, but... You got to have an after links after that. Like if you're not traveling, if you staying home, you're done with the family by nine, ten o'clock. I'm not even going to hold you. Like once I left my aunt's house, I was like feeling a little, you know, exactly. Like, exactly. I got back to my apartment. And I was like, damn, like. exactly. It, now, I don't know what it is. It's probably the food. The, but the freakiest shit that I've ever done always, or, or the wildest shit that I've ever done always seems to happen on Thanksgiving weekends. I don't know. That that time frame okay, of Thanksgiving into the weekend. What's the wildest thing you've ever done on Thanksgiving I'll slept with a married woman. Ah! <laughs> Yo, I knew this man for so long. He never, he be hold, he be withholding. I said it on the show before. I said it he on the show. Damn, I don't be watching this show every day. Like, <laughs> I, like, I got so it was Thanksgiving. I got home, and one of my homegirls who was married, and I, I really thought we was just homie and homegirl. I said this on the married? show. She claimed that she only married the person for papers, and that he was abusive, and she was trying to get out of the marriage. So she was already setting it up that like, yo, the marriage wasn't a good marriage or the marriage was dissolving. And then she hit me up that night 
and basically was like, yo, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, you know, Thanksgiving is over. I'm, I'm chilling, watching movies. And she was like, yo, why don't you come over and watch movies with me? So I really thought it was going to be like a chill movie night. Like, you don't go stay here and lie. I you swear know. to God. I don't Someone know why nobody believes me when I say this. And be like, oh, we about to watch movies late at night. You think it's just chilling? Y'all yes. I ain't gonna no, say what okay, I want to no. say, but yes, no, like I've been no, over people's no. houses and we just watch movies. No, so that's never happened. I mean, it could happen, but that was not a scenario where you could think that that was which I was just. She be was. She just hit me up, and we never did nothing before. It was that nothing does not like matter. that. And she was like, "Yo, come through. We gonna watch movies." What time she hit you up. I want to say it was probably like ten o'clock. Xavier, you no. Know, I, it, yo, when I got over there, I told her to. We watched the fucking Bloods and Crips. Like she was like, "Yo, pick the movie." I picked Bloods and Crips. That's how you know I didn't think it was nothing like that. And then out of nowhere, like the movie ended, and then she was like, "You know, I ain't just called you over here to watch no movies." And I was like, "Oh, what you called me over here for that?" And then yeah, so it went down. You know what I mean? But shit like that always tends to happen for Thanksgiving. So I would say. For me, Thanksgiving is number one. I put Halloween on my list, but Halloween is definitely like, I would say for the, again, single life. But I feel like Christmas might be up there too. Not It's not my third. My third is Labor Day. Because oh, Labor Day is freaky God. as shit. Of course you would say that. <laughs> Labor, Labor, Day. Labor, Labor Day. Day is freaky as shit. It is. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, Labor Day. It's too freaky for me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Labor Day, if you're doing it right, you you definitely could bag yeah. like almost every night. Like you could you could grab a new thing, an old thing. Single? Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Labor Day is Labor Day is up there. And obviously this is a New York based podcast, so I don't know how y'all other niggas do it. Mm. But uh, Labor Day is up there. So I would say for me, it's Thanksgiving, Halloween, and Labor Day. Labor Day. Um, but Christmas is a good one, too, though. I feel like Christmas is good relationship Exactly. A hundred percent. If you're in a committed relationship, it's nice to go home to, like, your, your partner and yeah, like, cozy you, up, have, like... Y'all you know, fucking matching pajamas. Yeah. You know that cute <laughs> shit you see on TikTok. <laughs> y'all, y'all matching pajamas. Uh-huh. You get her the gift. He, she gets you the gift you like, and you, exactly. of course, want to. You want to bust it down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. I feel like that's up there too. But that one is definitely, like you said, it's a couples one. Uh, Memorial Day, don't do it. No. President's Day, hell no. Mm-mm. Um, what other fucking holidays are there out here? I had brought up a list of, of holidays the other day. Let me see if I can find Easter. it. Easter. If you fucking on Easter, <laughs> you got mental issues. <laughs> Easter does not I don't know Maybe Maybe other people But Easter don't do it for me don't do it for me neither Yeah I'm not I'm not trying to Bust nothing down on Easter Um Oh yep I found it Alright So We talked about Labor Day Um Oh yeah Juneteenth no No No. That that's not That's not one Um Let's see In September right Rosh Hashanah no That ain't it (laughs) Yom Kippur, no. Nope. Not fucking on Yom Kippur. Uh, Columbus Day or Indigenous People Day is not a horny holiday for me either. Mm, I don't no, think you. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't really see it that way. Um, let's see. Halloween, we already said. You know what I mean? You know what time it is. Um, oh, now another thing to keep in mind is the holidays that are stagnant. So, like, Thanksgiving is a horny holiday, too, because you always got... 
Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You know, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you you're always right. get them four you're, days. Yeah. Them yeah. other holidays, they lose points because it's like if Halloween is on a Wednesday, it loses its sex appeal. Mm-hmm. Because you got to take your ass to work. <laughs> right. Say, you ain't trying to wake up at no nigga crib <laughs> and then go to work. Like, you're not trying to do that. Yeah. Um, Lincoln's birthday, absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> ain't nobody doing that. Uh, let's get out of here. What's what's uh, what's going on here? Um, oh, I had another list too. I had a list that had mad holidays on it. All right, but y'all niggas get the mm-hmm. point. Y'all niggas get the point. Um, send us, you know, some other holidays that maybe we missed. Uh, uh and we'll uh. I feel like we covered most of them. Yeah, the important yeah, ones. I don't think there's ones. anything that we missed that you know, like like I said, Memorial Day ain't really it. Veterans Day, I'm not fucking, mm, yeah, none of that. Although Veterans Day is always that. Memorial and Veterans Day, I think it, no, Veterans Day moves. Memorial Day is always the Monday. So that kind of could add to it, but I don't really, Independence Day, is, is that is no, that one for you? I'm not, not, none of these holidays are turning me <laughs> on. Like, I'm not, Yeah, no. that ain't it, <laughs> like, that ain't it. All right, so. Ladies and gentlemen, Sweetie has gone triple paper uh, <laughs> or double paper, um, and she sold 2,000 or is projected to sell 2,000 copies for her first week on this mixtape, and everybody is in a frenzy about it. Um, there's so many different reasons, I guess, why this might have happened. Some people are saying it was bad timing with the takeoff uh, situation. Um, um, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Some people are saying that um, Sweetie is a very beautiful girl. Beautiful gowns. Very beautiful gowns. <laughs> but, like, she's not talented. Okay. Saying that she's not talented is stretching it a little bit. Okay. Um, I think she's a very beautiful girl. Uh, do I think that a rap career is something that she should fully pursue? I mean, I guess she has, but... It, it ain't it um but i've been saying this about her from the very beginning yeah i feel like she has that again a pill like kind of like a i don't want to put her as an instagram influencer because i don't want to put her in a category of like jada or ari but like i feel like she's a beautiful girl to the point where maybe she should just model something like or even act i don't know something i just know rapping ain't it most people think that she is probably better off being a model um doing some modeling work i don't i don't know about acting i haven't seen her acting chops but i could see her acting like i could see her being in uh you know one of 50 cents shows or something like that start start small start somewhere because the rapping ain't i'm sorry it ain't it it never been it and it will never be i mean she's had some decent singles she had some hits yeah but they're hits like it ain't it ain't flowing like it's not consecutive like i never like went and Listen to her whole album of hers. Yeah, a sweetie like, project just she never put up put out anything that would make me want to run to a sweetie project. Like even when this mixtape came out, I was like, all right, I'm cool. I didn't even know it came out. Yeah, it was like last <laughs> or, or no, it was the same week that uh um Takeoff passed away. And so a lot of people were kind of feeling like because she was talking about Quavo, it seemed like in some instances, um that it was like bad timing for her to put it out. But I don't think it didn't matter when she put that project mm-hmm. out. 
it was gonna go double double paper no all her um, music sound the same in my opinion like yeah. it has that like west coast whatever she trying bounce to, yeah, it got that like, west coast and, bounce and it, you know it was cute for the like icy wifey whatever that damn song is but other than that like uh it all sounds the same to me yeah so some are blaming a and r's some saying that the a and r's um are not really doing a good enough job telling her what songs are supposed to be put on the project and which aren't so like a lot of a and r's they're involved in the whole process of putting an album or project or mixtape together and in doing so is like one they hook you up with the best producers um and individuals that would also kind of push the project because they're on it they put you they'll put the right features or get you in touch with the people that will give you the right features and so when those elements are missing it could definitely influence how a project is is received, perceived, all of that. Um, so some people are saying like the A and R's are to blame too because they're not sitting there telling her like, "Yo, this project is not it." But I honestly think it does kind of like just go down to it's the money. They just worried about the money at the end of the day. Like they trying to I, get paid, and that's it. I think they just they don't. She doesn't. She doesn't have it. Okay, let's call it for what it is. People fuck with her because she's pretty. I think people fuck with her because she's pretty and that single that when it first came out yeah. was was dope. But she never really had I mean, she had she did have follow ups that kind of blew up in their own sense, but nothing relevant enough to make people look at her outside of the beauty. You know, like they are beautiful artists, I would say that like Cardi B. I think everybody looked at Cardi B as, oh, she's a stripper chick. She's, you know, she had a up a uphill climb to get to this point where people respected her as an artist. And you even see now there's still shots thrown at her, but it's like null and void because she put out a project and body of work that you can't shoot at. Like her first project is, is it was was good. good. You know, like, so like within the singles, within all of that, she still held her own. And I don't think a sweetie ever did that. No, which is unfortunate, but you know, this should be her wake up call. Maybe modeling. Yeah, and I think I think that influencer or I think that New Day celebrity. So there's a couple of things. I think the music industry is devalued. Um, And what's happening is two things. People are going into the music industry, not so much to be a music artist. They're going in there to then just get a large audience and then transition into something else. Mm -hmm. So. A lot of people aren't actually putting in time and effort to be a good artist. They just get their audience. They get people following them. They get this attention around them. And that's really all they want. Now they get connected with a brand, right? And you saw this with Sweetie a little bit too. Um, she got connected with McDonald's. And she and connected with Mac has mics too. She has yeah. mad. All of these other outside entities that are putting money in her pocket so like, all right, maybe I'm not that invested in the rap stuff. Like maybe I was when I first started or maybe I just had this single that was blowing up and I decided to ride it. But maybe it is that I really just want to be an influencer, not in the sense of social media, mm-hmm. but in the sense of like, I'll connect to a brand. I'll be an ambassador. People will buy because I'm pretty and that's how I get my money. I don't necessarily want to get money off of records and 
putting out uh, music videos and all of that. Like, that's not really my passion. So there's that aspect of it. But I also think that, like, the music industry has just been devalued for the last five to ten years. Unfortunately, it kind of coincides with all of these young women entering. I'm not saying that that is their fault, but the decline seems to have happened, at least in the hip-hop realm, um, when, like, Sweetie and them ended up getting into it. So... It is unfortunate. Uh, hopefully, we'll see a little bit of a rebound. But I think music overall is in the decline. It hasn't been that. It hasn't great. been the same. Yeah. like for five to ten years, like you said, yeah. at all. It's been it's been going downhill. Um, another thing that seems to have been going downhill is Black Friday. So <laughs> I don't know if you did Honestly, any shopping. I forgot, you know, about Black Friday. To be <laughs> quite honest, like it doesn't hit the same like it used to. Now. I don't know, but for you 2000 babies, there used to be a moment in time where Black Friday would come and niggas would have to get armored up. You got to get the bat. You got like when you get to the front of the store, it's going to be a thousand people and you got to fight your way inside the store, inside the store. Like I feel like Black Friday used to be to the point where like not only were you like preparing for Thanksgiving days before you prepare for Black Friday, like Black Friday was the closest <laughs> thing we got to the purge. Used to be you would see something on the news about somebody getting hurt, somebody got shot, somebody got trampled over. I mean, rest in peace to these people, yes, like yeah. you know. But yeah, I didn't hear nothing like that this year. Because nobody's doing that no more. I mean, it hasn't been like that in years. In some ways, thank God, like you said, you know, people aren't getting hurt. But in other ways, it's like these deals also are jerk. Trash. Trash. I went to, um, I mean, this, it wasn't on purpose. I wasn't trying to go Black Friday shopping, but I did go out to the stores on Friday to go pick up a tree mm-hmm. and then go pick up my like nephew's bike. And um, I hope that wasn't his gift and you just, you just exposed that. He's three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's three and um, it's not for me. It was from yeah he's three um but yeah i went to the walmart and it was it was packed in there don't get me wrong but it wasn't like crazy packed maybe it was the time i went i went like 11 in the morning so it probably died down but um it wasn't it wasn't hidden it wasn't black friday like i used to know it so the only thing that felt weird was i just felt like that particular Walmart needs to be shut down. It was just giving me real like jungle. I felt like I was in a twilight zone. That that Walmart is trash. Wait, like, where was this one? The Valley Stream Walmart. Oh, oh. oh my! It was it was different. When I say different, like <laughs> I I felt I was just like walking in there like where am I? Like <laughs> like I no like, and it wasn't even because it's like Black Friday. I just felt like. People was different. Like it was just a lot going on, and I was just like, "Yo, this is this is wild." I think there's a couple reasons why Black Friday isn't Black Friday anymore. I think um, one, the consumer has gotten smarter. So some of the little tricks that they used to do. Well, I don't think they used to do this back in the day, but that they started to do. The consumer is aware of. So one thing that has been popularized over the years is they'll mark up something like a month before and then mark it down on black friday so they'll have uh let's say headphones they'll have headphones that are supposed to be sixty dollars at a hundred dollars in october september october 
And then for Black Friday, they'll mark them back down to $60, like type of scenario. So the consumer has been aware of that, has seen that happen, and is knowledgeable of that now. I think overall, I think um, even some of the, the, just the advertisement isn't hitting people the same way. So I think the consumer has gotten smarter. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we're in a recession um, type of scenario, not not a official one but yes there's inflation going on um there's a lot happening where people i think also are not trying to spend money this year i don't think this is going to be a big holiday year i don't think um the numbers are going to be like even during covid i think they said that the numbers were like consumerism was like up but i think this is going to be for the first year in a couple of years where consumerism is down i don't i don't really see a lot of well, one, there aren't a lot of big ticket items out, right? Mm-hmm. Like the PlayStation came out in 2020. Xbox came out 2020. There's nothing Major, huge. Yeah. yeah that's going to make people rush out of their houses mm-hmm. um, happening at this moment in time. So I don't expect it to be a big spending year, but I also think consumers are just a little bit over this idea. Hopefully, well, Cyber Monday, hopefully is going to be a little bit better. I but feel like Cyber, Money, Cyber Monday will definitely be better. Yeah. I'm a I'm an online shopper. I'm not, but I'm like transitioning into one because it is convenient. Very yeah. Amazon. Yeah, mm. yeah. Amazon is hire me. It's a, <laughs> yo. It's a little too convenient. I like the idea of like just going to going out one and being able to see. Like my biggest thing is being able to see something before I buy it. Like I hate the idea of purchasing online and it come through. And then there's like a crack on it, mm-hmm. and I gotta mm-hmm. send the shit back. Like I don't have time for all of that. I don't be sending shit back. <laughs> it's just gonna sit in my house unused. See, like, and and then I be feeling I, I be feeling mad at myself when yeah, I do shit yeah. like that because it's a waste of money. Like fuck, I could just send this shit back, but I'm not going to. That's why you have to know like certain things you you have to go to the store for. But you know, I'm gonna sit here and shop online all day before you see me outside in a store. I'm just not. Mm-mm. Not for me. Yeah, I'm 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 still a in the store type of dude, but I'm slowly You plan on doing a lot of Christmas shopping this year? Um, I won't say a, I haven't done a lot of Christmas shopping. It was I'll say in maybe like four years. But three, four years well bef- with the pandemic, probably like four years. Um but yeah, this year I won't say it's a lot, but it's like mid tier. Like, it's, it's a decent yeah. amount of people. Why, you buying me a Christmas gift? First of all, I'm waiting for my five <laughs> other Christmas gifts. Actually, Your five have, other Christmas gifts? How long gifts? have I known you? I don't know, but you, we never done Christmas. We've done birthdays. What you give me for my birthday? Oh, my, here we go. We haven't done this year's birthdays, but we've done birthdays. What have you gotten me for my birthday? I've taken you out for your birthday. I've definitely bought you... Was it perfume? Yes, it was perfume. It was Gucci or something like that. No. Yes. No. Yes. What year? This <laughs> what was year? like what year? Twenty seventeen. Just because you don't remember, man, I would have remembered that. No, you clearly you, you clearly you wouldn't. I would have remembered that. Clearly you, you wouldn't because you don't. Gucci perfume. I would have remembered that. You asked me for it, and I I bought it for your birthday. I, like I said, we I haven't, don't have Gucci perfume. It was no, yet 2017. You probably all, use that Gucci shit up. Gucci perfume lasts a long time because you're not supposed to spray it like 
everywhere. That's been life. mad years. Seventeen is a minute. That's five years. It, you ain't still it, gonna have that shit. Last, okay. if people know. You know, you well, have like expensive perfume. Clearly, you used it. I did not because you never gave me no Gucci and, perfume. And I bought you mad stuff out of Sephora one time. And you was there with me when I, I did that. Yeah, you see it. Your eye, your eye twitched up. I mean, you I remember. remember. I remember going to Sephora with you, but I don't recall you. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, thank you. I appreciate it. Nah, that. nah. Because clearly you don't even remember yeah, the gifts that listen, I get you. A lot has happened this year. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. 2022. Yeah, I bet. Okay. I bet. Um, But even if, where's my gifts at? Because I don't remember not a damn thing <laughs> you bought me. Since we on the topic, <laughs> I got you this year. Yeah, uh, I bet. <laughs> what you want? What's on your list? I will talk off mic because yeah, now nah, now nah, I'm in my feelings. Now nah, I gotta oh, get a. Oh. Now nah, I gotta. Now nah, I gotta really look for, <laughs> for to something do, that's gonna be hard for you to, to get. Some like AirPod Maxes on it <laughs> <laughs> to make up for all the years. Facts. Um, speaking of making up for all the years, Blair Underwood. Um, Lord. He he divorced his his wife that he has been seeing for I think it was twenty seven years or something along those lines, and then he married um, his best friend, who apparently has been in his life for forty one years. Um, you and you have a problem with it, huh? You you said you had a problem with. It. I said, um. No, I just find that a little bit weird. Time, time wise. You when think did, when did he 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 divorced his wife last year? So it's been a full year. I don't know the specifics of when they divorced. Um, let me see if I could pull pull it up. Um, okay. Regardless, right? Whenever he divorced his wife, I just feel like because it's his best friend that makes it weird. You know, it raises eyebrows, in my opinion. I mean, it on surface value, there are a lot of questions that can arise. Yeah. But I think when you humanize it, when you think about it from like day to day scenarios that you might even been in or I've been in or anybody has been in, you can see how this can be innocent. Um, but still just look a little like look worse than what it could have been. Again, that goes back to the timeline. Like, you know, I have nothing against him realizing that, hey, my best friend's been behind my back all these years. She's the one X, Y, and Z. Um, but again, you with this well, your ex wife for twenty something years, I believe. Twenty seven, I think it was something like that. Even crazier. Um, and then you guys get a divorce, and then like a year later, you sitting here and making an announcement, or you decide to propose to your best friend. Um, yeah, the time, the time is just not it for me. Me, it's about respect. You know, once you sat here and you dealt with me for thirty years, almost thirty years, um, you decide to divorce me, which you know. Divorces happen. Relationships are hard. Let's just call it for what it is. But at the same time, like, it's just like your best friend, though. And then a year later. All right. So let's talk about it, though. We've all been there where either even though this isn't the scenario, 
But one, we've picked the wrong friend, right? You meet two people at the same time. They're both attractive to you. You like both of them, but you decide to settle with the wrong one. I never, that never happened to me. That is BS. I don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> you lying. I, I hope your teeth don't fall out the way you lying you right now. The way you lying right now, everybody has been in this scenario where they've met two people or three people or four people at the same time. And it was like, damn, they all kind of high. Like, they all got their own little attribute. This one bad and got her shit together. This one bad and funny. This one is bad and da da da. But you like, you know what? Like, I like I like A. So I'm going to settle with A. Four months down the line, you realize that B is actually the one <laughs> that you really fucked with the most. And you kind of stuck with A. Like, you, there ain't nothing really wrong, but it ain't, it ain't what you got with B. Now, there's that scenario. And then we've all had the best friend or the friend of the family or the person that is mad, cool, always been in your life. You've had some like off and on chemistry, but shit ain't really ever happened. I mean, bless you. Um, yeah, we all have had that. Bless you. We all have had that, you know, one friend that, you know, your family likes. Your family likes. likes they keep it. asking why you ain't with them. <laughs> all of that, right? But you... You end up with the dirtbag nigga that has been breaking your heart for the last five years. You keep going back to them, right? And your family is like, I don't know. You, I've seen a scenario. This actually happened to one of my friends. They had opportunities to be with other type of niggas, but they kept going back to the high school nigga that was in the streets when they first met and not doing much and end up having a baby by them, tried to get married to, I guess, make sure everything was cool, end up divorced. And now it's kind of like, I'm sure one of them niggas in the background you might want to try and, and deal with or that best friend that always had your back is a good option to you now. You know what I mean? When you really want to settle down. So I feel like this is nothing but a grown ass version of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see where you're coming from, but still. No, because. At the same time, he's with this woman for 30, almost 30 years. He but Shorty was just it. a homie. She was not just a homie. See, and that is the problem. Y'all be projecting <laughs> shit on niggas in they scenario. Everybody if is she assuming. she was just a homie, she would have just stayed the homie. No. Everybody is assuming that they had to be fucking around. I never said that. See, don't put I didn't say mouth. you. I said everybody is assuming that that is the case. You said she's not just she wasn't just a homie. I mean, and when I say that, I'm saying as far as there was no way how them two can't sit here and tell me that they never sat here and thought that they had feelings for each other throughout the years. They might have had chemistry, but to get engaged after like a year after he gets a divorce, Jordan, it just it looks crazy. Nah, Jordan, you gonna sit here and tell me right? You never been in a committed relationship. But had that friend in the background that you had chemistry with, y'all don't entertain nothing because you in a relationship. But that nigga ain't disappear off the face of the planet. I never said that. All right, then. <laughs> so that's what this is. This is nothing but, yo, she been, and he said it, she been riding with me before I was even an actor. And good for her. So she been in the background supporting mans for a minute, probably wasn't 
someone that he was attracted to or interested in in that particular type of way in the beginning, or maybe they did have some chemistry, but they were mature enough to be like, nah, I'm with somebody, you with somebody, or I'm with somebody, you might not be with somebody. And that happens. And we cool still. But we don't know if that was the situation, though. We don't. But we why don't do we automatically got to be like, he a fuck nigga? Like, I never said he was a fuck nigga. You didn't, didn't, but the internet did. I said, you, okay, well, that's the internet. But I'm saying, like, I have nothing against him and his best friend's relationship. Personally, my thing is just the timeline. The timing. And I'm just, I'm thinking on the fact of, you know. The ex-wife that's the timing is it's just so off. unfortunate it's off. yeah like it, it, it is bad timing in the sense of it raises a lot of questions it does it raises questions in terms of of all of the things that are speculative that may not necessarily be the case but it still lends itself to that right yeah. i can the fact that i can speculate on it means but then again when it comes to love and things like that when is the right timing that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm. But at the same time, it's just like, damn, engage. You couldn't even start off with like a relationship. Yeah, now that part, <laughs> now that part is a little suspect. I mean, I don't know how long <laughs> they, they was dating. They, you know, divorced and engaged. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like y'all ain't we even start off there. Like, yeah, like, like it wasn't even like yo. He got into a relationship with. His longtime friend. It was like yo, engaged. not engaged. So how long have y'all been politicking? Uh, or how long have y'all known like y'all was romantically That's at that level? Because y'all ain't even going on no dates, <clears throat> according to this timeline. Y'all just was like, yo, fuck it, put yeah, a ring on it. Put a ring on it. We about to do this. So Balenciaga has been under fire recently. I don't know if you got a bunch of Balenciaga, um, but I know everybody got them sock shoes a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they're under fire because they have a campaign running. I don't know if it's in the U. I don't know where the fuck this campaign is at, but essentially they have children in videos and pictures with these bags that are like teddy bears in some instances and other things, but they have like BDSM like things on them. It's like straps or BDSM type of attire. Um, All this weird shit. On the on like the teddy bears and with the kids standing next to them, really really weird campaign. Balenciaga is trying to claim originally that they had nothing to do with the campaign; they had outsourced it to somebody else. But that doesn't, I don't think, take away any type of culpability, seeing as you still had to okay it mm-hmm. and then put it on whatever ads you were putting it on. So, um, yeah, really weird. Um, nasty scenario going on there. Yeah, I don't know why. Hmm? You have a picture of the campaign. I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't see it yet? No. <clears throat> yeah, I got some. I could show you real quick. Yeah. Sorry to the listeners. I'm gonna have to put a picture up now because you know <laughs> Jordan is over here messing with the. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm not one. I'm not on social media right now. So. I'm not on social media. Let's see. I'm going to play this video. Um, that should do it, too. So that, you know, we're all on the same page. Let's see. This is from fucking Fox News. So, you know, I hate I hate to highlight them. But um, 
Yeah. Clothing brand Balenciaga. This was just uploaded on Instagram. As you can see, the photo shoot they're using to sell their products features a young girl holding a teddy bear in a bondage outfit. Then, in case you missed the point, the photo shoot also contains this image. It shows several documents. Most of them aren't visible, but what you can see when you zoom in, and of course the point is that you see it, is a reference to a U.S. Supreme Court case called Ashcroft versus Free Speech Coalition. That case struck down a law against kitty porn. What is this? Well, it is what it appears to be. It's an endorsement of kitty porn, of child pornography. What else could it be? We wanted to know. So we reached out today to Balenciaga to get their explanation, and they didn't respond. So we're going to have to take that on face value and ask, where's the moral outrage? We have an entire industry uh, in this country comprised of moral outrage merchants. If you've ever All right, he starts to get into goofy shit. But, um, yeah, you can see here this teddy bear has some BDSM type of bondage on it. There's another one here that has like the chained uh top with the bondage on the ankles and on the wrists um not really fucking sure what the whole purpose of this campaign is um but it it doesn't point in any positive direction yeah i'm confused like where were they going with this they don't even know the problem i have though is like it's like almost every year every 6 months there is some other weird, big scandal with these brands. And it really makes me feel like I don't want to purchase from any of them. You got like the Nike situation with Kyrie. Um, regardless of Kyrie's teachable moment or not, Nike is doing a lot now, like in terms of what they, oh, we don't associate, or they're trying to make it seem like they did something in lieu of this uh, moment that he had. But their contract was over already. You got Balenciaga with this shit. You had H&M with the monkey shirt and the black boy not too long ago. You had Gucci with the blackface models walking around. And, and I think they had like some type of attire that was similar or some shit like that. It's like every other moment you turn around, these big brands mm -hmm. have some goofy shit going on with them. So it's like, why do we keep even supporting them? Honestly, I have no idea why we keep supporting them. Um, it's unfortunate that it's like this because where else are we really going to shop? I mean, but there is other like, you know, underground brands that you can shop at now, especially online. But um, I'm still stuck on this Balenciaga thing. <laughs> I, I, like, I don't know what I just watched, but that's crazy. A whole bandage and a, like a teddy bear and then they have no response. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is just nasty work. Um, yeah, and it just makes me, it makes it harder. It, it do makes you, me. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like they, at this point, brands are doing this on purpose to get like some type of exposure or like. So there is something called outrage marketing. Yeah. And I do think that brands are definitely indulging in that. I would say in this case, that doesn't make sense because there is. Like, this is something that would turn consumers off, right? Like Especially with kids. Yeah, yeah, with kids, it's like automatically most people are going to sit there and be like, yeah, I don't want to buy from this, mm -hmm. this company. Like, with the other shit, you might be going to another fan base or support group when you have the blackface shit going on. You might rile up some 
KKK members that oh wow, Gucci's good in my book now. Like you you don't you don't know, but in those instances, you you might the outrage marketing might just put more emphasis on the on the company, and then people might buy as much as people will not support. But in this particular instance, I feel like across the board, most people are going to be like, nah, I'm cool. I don't want to yeah, be associated wanna, with that. Yeah. yeah. Like, again, especially with kids. Oh, I don't know where they were going with that. Yeah. And for years, like this isn't something that I feel like people are going to just forget in a couple of months. I feel like this is something that kind of like people be like, yeah, but that kid campaign, though. <laughs> that kid campaign. I ain't having my child in that. Or like, yeah. I ain't wearing that. Yeah. 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 yeah they, they fumble with this. This one. Oh, I'm not a Balenciaga fan. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm just starting to feel more like more and more like I just want to make my own shit and wear my own <laughs> shit. Like, I get that. When you start, make me some. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just it's like I said, every other week is it's somebody new that is a popular brand that got some weird shit going on. Um, I would say out of the large fashion houses, uh, Louis and Fendi are my favorite. Fendi is my favorite. But, you know, me saying that now, I'm sure next week is going to be some I hope not. fucking. Fendi, don't do me wrong because, you know, I like your bags. I like um <laughs> I like Y3 and I like uh, Off-White um as like second tier quote unquote Mm -hmm. big brands um and i think like at this moment in time that's kind of all i really want to fuck with like gucci turned me off i haven't bought anything gucci in ages um you know spending that that stupid ass campaign also like just added to that like i have no desire now do you feel like also these top brands are doing all this because again they're trying to like do something out um out of the norm like they trying to like switch it up especially what you know like dh gate going on and it's easy to like get these replicas so they trying to do shit different a little bit i think that because these these replicas are looking real <laughs> like it's you know i'm, I'm putting if i'm putting something out on i, I highly doubt i am because everybody knows about dh at this point but you seen the bags? I don't even know what the fuck you talking about. You don't know what DH Gate? DH Gate? You're lying. DH Gate. DH Gate. Nah, I don't know nothing about Replica that. Replica City. Like, that's where I'm... Why do you think most of these people nowadays have every designer... Sh- oh, I know that. The shit ain't... It's ain't, from... You know what I mean? DH Gate. And when I tell you the replicas, if you do a good research and you do your research and look at the reviews, the replicas look crazy. Like, honestly, I feel like they're made at the same warehouses as the ones... They probably are. I mean, a lot of people also, when you go to, like... When you go to where these fashion houses are, they're not as expensive as when they sell them over mm-hmm. to the state. So some people actually go over and they buy a bunch of like Louis and the bag that might be 500 over here is like 300 over there. And, you know, you buy it in bulk and then you, you sell it over. That could be part of what's happening with that as well. But I think that they're doing these things because we've gotten into this weird ass space where... You have to be quote unquote edgy to feel like you're fitting in with the times. So to look like they are 
evolving with the ever-changing society, I think people are doing goofy shit to try and look like they are or to try and make statements that they don't need to make. I think in terms of like the Gucci thing, that to me was no coincidence in terms of where the United States was um, and still is with race relations. Race relations are at a heightened state. So putting out some goofy race shit is definitely going to bring, you know, a highlight to your company, good or bad. Um, And I think they think a lot of these companies think the consumers are idiots, especially, unfortunately, consumers of color, where we just got to make a little statement and they're going to buy our shit anyway. These things ain't going to stop buying our shit. So Mm -hmm. we could do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, I agree. So, um. Yeah, until we as consumers start to really be responsible with our dollars and saying, yo, Milano is right there and her shit be fire. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let me go buy her shit instead of going and buying Gucci. Until we start to make those decisions actively as a full community. I think that's, um, we've seen that happen with Telford though. You know, like, right. you know, right. the, like everybody was like Gucci this, Gucci that. And then like Telford came around, we was like, nah, let's support this black Right. own brand and and it blew up like crazy and that is literally the power of the black dollar and the power of blackness in general we make everything hot so mm-hmm. we need to start taking away powers from these goofy ass brands that are in all these other countries that don't really fuck with us in the first place and are doing weird shit and then just bring it home to other black creators like that and make they shit fire and like call it for what it is most of these like high-end brands this shit's ugly nowadays anyway i'm i'm gonna say it not everything but most of it yeah balenciaga had their models walking around in trash bags yeah, like, just it's like, like <laughs> what <laughs> oh there's no, no argument in that like yeah. at all um michelle obama she made some head waves today because she spoke about not today but over the weekend Um, Because she spoke about marriage. So one of the things that she said was Michelle Obama said that we have to be prepared for years long stretches of discomfort in romantic partnerships. And then someone put, I'm not ready. Um, Let me see if I can find the actual. We want everything quick. Quick. Life is everything but that. Um, Marriages. We have to understand that marriage is never 50 50. Um, and you know, you, you sort of wonder how that idea kind of got out there. Um, I have found that if you stick with it, you know, over the course of your entire relationship, you may have 50, 50 over time. Mm. But if I look over my marriage, if I were to judge it in year five or year 10, there was never 50, 50, somebody was always giving way more. Someone always needed a different kind of thing. You have to evolve with it. Um, and so, yeah, there were times when I felt like I was 70% in and he was doing 30%. Um, but I think that, and, and I've had to compromise, uh, as he has, I've had to, because of the choices that I made in the terms of how I wanted our family to look. Yeah. And everything now I had to take my foot off of my career gas pedal, uh, never putting on the brake, but slowing up a little bit. Um, those are the natural compromises that are required. And I feel bad when I see young people giving up on their relationships mm-hmm. because there's there are periods of hard, there are periods of discomfort. Um, 
as I have told young people who ask me about marriage, I was like, you have to be prepared to have long stretches of discomfort Mm -hmm. and long. Um, this, so there's two different things there, but one, what do you feel about this idea of marriage being 50, 50 over the, the span of the entire marriage, but in increments, um, there's oftentimes going to be an uneven balance of one person trying harder than the other. Um, I feel like, are we just speaking in the realm of marriage or just, in we could talk about serious relationships and, and marriage because, um, this goes on to relationships as well. I personally feel like I get what she's saying Mm -hmm. in a way that there's always going to be someone that's giving more than the other, or it might always focus on one person than the other. Personally, I still feel like a relationship and a marriage should be 50 50. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I see where she's saying on a realm of, you know, you have to stick it out because there's going to be a lot of discomfort. And I do see where she's saying that, you know, especially in our generation, that people are just giving up on the relationship so fast and so easy because nobody wants to be in discomfort. I think that what she highlights is the reality that a lot of us don't want to acknowledge at times um, in the sense of there might be a time where I'm really, really up and my partner is really, really down. Of course. And that's okay. Like Mm -hmm. in a relationship, a, a serious committed one, you have to, have that understanding that that is a possibility. Not only is that a possibility, that's a reality. It's going to happen at some mm-hmm. point, right? Your partner's dog might die and now they're depressed and you, you got to see that depressed version of them. And that depressed version of them might not be the version that you came and fell in love with in the beginning. And you got to hold them down for that moment in time. And then when they're back up, shit, you might lose your job. Mm-hmm. And, Right now they're holding you down for that period of time. Now, granted, that shouldn't be the duration of your relationship of just all these tragedies, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, every, like y'all should, I don't know, yeah, y'all bad again. luck yeah, for each y'all other. Bad luck. <laughs> yeah, y'all gotta go. But I think in the instance of that, like, there are a lot of people that the moment shit doesn't tend to look Instagram ready, mm-hmm. they're ready to bail shit. The moment your man can't buy you Gucci every two months, now you're looking for the nigga that can, mm-hmm. right? And it don't matter if he's a good guy or not. Like, there are certain people that I think think from that um, lens. But I think that, yeah, I think everybody should strive to bring 100% of themselves to the relationship. And sometimes there are going to be obstacles and factors mm-hmm. that play a part in that. But as long as you're striving to do that, at least for me, I'm going to be able to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Like if you're in school and that means that I can't see you every day because you have papers and you got this and you got that. But the free time that you do have, you make sure, hey, babe, I'm going to set up a dinner for us for mm-hmm. this day. Um, I can't see you Sunday, but Friday and Saturday is all yours because Sunday I got a I got a paper to write. Then that I'm cool with that. Yeah. Like I'm going to acknowledge that. Gonna That's fine. That, yeah. You know. Yeah. Especially if you, again, your time is limited and in the time that you do have, you spending it for, on me. So. Right. Right. But 
And and if you like don't got a job and you still find a way to get me something on my birthday to acknowledge my birthday or do something mm-hmm. that acknowledges my birthday or something like that, I'm going to acknowledge that. Yeah, maybe you can't buy me a PS5, right? Maybe you can't do that. But you got me this really, really nice card and you spent time doing some extra shit to make it like some. Maybe you put some cards together that's like, you know, or a little a book of like, yo, um, any times so you could use this coupon at any time type shit. I'm going to be like, yo, yeah, you ain't have bread because you don't got a job, but you still valued me. You still mm-hmm. showed me appreciation. You still made me feel special. So, like, I think that we have to get back to that. And I think you said the right word, like, value. I feel like nowadays people don't really value each other. Right. You know, it's all just about people are just selfish nowadays. And I think that's what it is. Like, you, like, get into a relationship and you think about just yourself and that's just not how it should be. Like a relationship is two people. And when you get into a relationship, you have to think about the other one as well, like your partner. And I feel like nowadays nobody does that. Everybody's just for themselves. I agree a hundred percent. I think a lot of people don't look at relation. When you're in relationship, you are making the decision to bring somebody Mm -hmm. else into your life. And if you're doing that, you also have to tend and cater to that person because you're saying with this person in my life, my life is better. Mm -hmm. And without this person in my life, my life is worse. So I want to do what I can to make sure that this person stays in my life. But I think people are starting to, and maybe it's because of social media, who knows, but people are starting to look at relationship as just this selfish thing of I want this person to come into my life to cater to me Mm -hmm. in the ways that I want to be catered to but not thinking from the lens of well if I want that what am I what am I going to have to do to keep that like Mm -hmm. am I I'm going to have to cater just as much to that individual in the ways that they want to be catered to Mm -hmm. no one's really thinking I think from that perspective I feel like social media does play a part in that um hence why I keep all my relationships off of social media Mm -hmm. You will never see me like outright put, you know, my relationship on blast or like start posting like my man mm-hmm. all over my social media. No, it ain't nobody's business. I personally feel like just leave your relationship out of social media and then stop basing your relationship on what you see on social media because most of the shit is just not accurate. It's not true. It's, they're frauds. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, no, they are. Yeah, a lot of them are frauds for like, sure. For sure. A lot of them are goofy. A lot of them are fake. Um, a lot of them got other shit going on. Sitting here, like, putting on Instagram or, like, TikTok that they have this great relationship. Meanwhile, they in a house and scrapping with each other, like, fighting. <laughs> like, 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 come on now. Like, <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, and a lot of them showing off of the... Showing off these lifestyles and these... These, you know, I'm going on vacation every two weeks and... I don't know. A lot of y'all about to get hit with them scam shits in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, rest in peace to Hovain. Uh, if you're from New York, even if you're not from New York, you know who Hovain is. Uh, they highlight Hovain oftentimes in music. He was a manager. Um, and he passed away this weekend. Very untimely. Um... There's not much else to say. Very, very 
large loss for the music and hip hop community. And we just want to say rest in peace um, and thoughts and prayers to his family. Um, Twitter. Let's get to that real quick. So Elon Musk has been steadily destroying Twitter and has decided to reinstate his failed uh, paid subscription blue check uh, little situation that he's doing. So now what he's saying is that the new version of this will be that if you are a celebrity or a person who decides to buy their blue check, you can still buy a blue check. But if you are a business, you get a gold check. And if you are a politician, you get a silver check. And somehow he thinks that's going to be better than the original issue that he was having was people were buying checks and then changing their names to look like official accounts and then saying wild shit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And businesses were losing money. Uh, People were... You know what I mean? Getting questioned about shit they never even said. It, it was a lot. So how much, how much is a blue check? Eight dollars a month. Anybody could get it. What? I mean, I never used Twitter, so but I didn't know it was that cheap. This is something brand new. It's eight dollars a month, and anybody could essentially get a blue oh, check. Oh, social media is just like everybody's not official. Like everybody ain't it to be getting blue checks. You I'm should sorry. not be yeah, giving. Like, should not be able to buy a blue check. No. Like the blue check situation was already a bit much because it's a classism type thing Mm -hmm. if you got a blue check you hold more status then that's already a little iffy but now that niggas could just buy it it's like i guess that was his idea was you know bring the power back to the people but if i just buy it it takes value away from the blue check in in the first place even having it now we got like sally joe from across the street with a blue check your mom with a blue check, yeah. my mom with a blue check, like, eh, it ain't, yeah. No. Yeah, nah, I think it's going to fail miserably. I think it's a terrible idea. Yeah. Um, all right, let's, before we get into politics and another terrible idea, let's just briefly highlight the Soul Train Awards that happened over the weekend. I did not watch it. Um, I'm pretty sure you didn't either. <laughs> watch awards anymore yeah I'm, I'm, that's a good excuse yeah i, I, I really I don't uh, what are you trying to say i'm just saying it's a good that's a good way to put it um so some of the highlighted winners were uh chris brown uh he won for best male artist uh r&b soul um beyonce won for album of the year so wait chris brown beat out baby face brent fires burner boy Charlie Wilson, Giveon, Lucky Day, and PJ Morton. PJ Morton been getting highlighted a lot this year. Um, Beyonce beat out six Silk Sonic, Ari Lennox, Chris Brown, Mary J. Blige, Jasmine Sullivan, Tank, and Lizzo. Now I don't know what Silk Sonic <laughs> and Jasmine Sullivan album they highlighting because them shits confused. came out <laughs> like two years ago. At this point, <laughs> they don't need to still be in the I category. Was about to ask you, like they came out with an album. <laughs> Nobody, not not one of these niggas besides Tank, I think Lizzo, Mary J. Blige, they came out with albums recently. Um, I didn't, I didn't hear Tank's album. Silk Sonic, no. Ari Lennox came out with something recently, but Jasmine Sullivan, no too. Like she came out with a deluxe version, but that wasn't this year either. Um, 
For best new artist, we got Thames. Um, CK was in that. Coco Jones, Dixon, Dolce, Fireboy, DML, Money Long, and Steve Lacey. I kind of feel like, I mean, I'm not mad at Thames. I just feel like Thames kind of has been out a little bit longer than a new artist. But it does seem to be like the Soul Train Award seems to be a little late. <laughs> they delayed. Yeah, they're a little delayed. <laughs> so maybe they're just basing it off of like this was really her year though, as far as like in the summertime, everybody was like Nah, Thames won. Yeah. Yeah. Thames yeah. Tem- beat the game this year for sure. Um I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I would like to see Money Long get a little bit more highlight, but she did get highlighted um at this uh Soul Train Award. Um Jasmine Sullivan won for best female soul artist. She went up against Ari Lennox, Beyonce. Her, Lizzo, Mary J. Blige, SZA, and Thames. All of these niggas dropped like in 2020, 2021. And just, you, you know cons- what? You would consider Lizzo soul? No. Oh, yeah, I'm confused. Lizzo is pop. Yeah. Uh, SZA at this point is pop. Um, but I guess you could, you can make an argument that, well, definitely can make an argument that SZA is R&B, but I don't really feel like Lizzo is R&B. No, Lizzo is definitely pop. Um, and Thames is Afro beats. So, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're just going to keep moving along. Um, Soul Train Certified Soul was given to Mary J. Blige. Um, she beat out Chaka Khan, Charlie Wilson, Diana Ross, Maxwell, PJ Morton, uh, Ronald Isley, and the Isley Brothers, and T Pain. I. <laughs> They just Wait, threw the T Pain. <laughs> How we go from Chaka Khan to T Pain? What yeah. the fuck is going on? Yo, Soul right, Train so. Awards, they, they confused. Yo, they Soul Train <laughs> Awards is doing whatever the fuck they want. They still in 1970. <laughs> they don't know. They doing whatever they want. They literally is telling you, we are going to do whatever the fuck we want to do. T Pain in the same conversation as Diana Ross is crazy. <laughs> that is absolute insanity. I um money long won for a songwriter the Simpson Songwriters Award um and she beat out Steve Lacey, Beyonce, Mary J Blige, SZA, Burner Boy and Ari Lennox. Um I'm not going to say that these people aren't big writers but Money Long like literally got into the business for songwriting mm-hmm. and these other artists besides maybe Steve Lacey have been in the business for being artists so this was just like we just won't give her an award um and then lizzo won for best dance performance beating out chris brown chloe dolce ari lennox silk sonic and doja cat y'all out your fucking mind what what <laughs> dance i don't know I, it don't matter i, I know they're not talking about these little tiktok dances that, like she didn't even come up with Chris Brown and Chloe are on this list. Lizzo shouldn't be beating them. They, You're right. Wait, like, wait, Chris Brown is on that list? Chris Brown featuring WizKid. Chloe is on this shit. Ari Lennox don't dance, so I don't even yeah, know, don't why know why the why fuck she's, she's on here. Yeah. Um, unless they're talking about like it says dance performance. So I was gonna say, unless they're talking about like a uh dance song, but nah, dance performance. Ari Lennox don't dance. Silk okay. Sonic really don't dance. Doja Cat dances. Um, but you have Chris Brown and Chloe on here. Now, there's no hate towards Lizzo. Lizzo no, got some yeah, fire. She can, she can, like, you know. 
She do a little something. Yeah. But she ain't no dancer. She ain't no Chris Brown. Yeah, she ain't she for real ain't no Chris Brown. <laughs> like, and Chloe be doing her thing though. And so. Chloe be wildin'. So yeah, nah. Uh, just say y'all picked the niggas y'all wanted to give awards to. They just picked it out the hat. Yeah. <laughs> they pulled it up in piece of paper and was like, okay, this for this one. Yeah. This one for this one. Like, <laughs> That's it. It's none of that made sense. Yeah, that shit. I'm still stuck on T-Pain, Diana Ross, and Chaka <laughs> Khan in the same category. This shit is crazy. Um, we're going to wrap up with politics. See, I don't like talking about Kanye West. Um, mm. And I have made like a, a bond that I wouldn't talk about him often. But this shit right here is just funny. Um, so this dumbass decided that he was going to go to Trump's crib after Trump had already announced that he wants to run for president. And asked Trump to be his running mate. And what I mean by that is ask Trump to be vice president to him being president. I don't know what megalomaniac type of bullshit you got to be on. It's like, it's haha funny. It's like, what? Like, what? Yeah, like this makes absolutely no sense. I don't know what type of shit you got to smoke, be on. I don't, I don't know. To be like, yo, you know what I'm finna to do today? I'm about to go to Trump's house and ask him, can he be behind me? I'm about to ask him to be vice president. Yeah, like, I know the nigga just said he, he wants, wants to be to president. Yeah, but I'm going to tell him to come, yeah. you know, be my vice president. Yeah, because that, that's going to work out. Let <laughs> alone them two together? Nah, mm. nah. Well, also, what's not as funny is Kanye has been hanging around a bunch of uh, white supremacists. Um, just strolling around, having dinner with them. And yeah, the man is lost. That's why I don't like talking about him. Like he is clearly, his mental illness has taken over. Mm-hmm. And within that, he is clearly trying to associate himself in a way that he saw Trump do that brought Trump attention. If you notice, he said that a lot of times over the years, is he the reason why he liked Trump is because Trump gets to do whatever he wants and like the news kept highlighting him. So now the playbook seems to just be that Kanye's trying to do the same thing. Do anything outrageous that is gonna have attention put on him. And I don't think he he recognizes the harm that he's doing to himself. I don't think he recognizes the harm that he's doing to his community. And I don't think he cares at this point in time, which is why I, I, I refuse to keep highlighting his bullshit. But this shit right here was hilarious. I'm sorry. I couldn't yeah. I couldn't bypass this nigga going to Trump's house thinking that he was going to somehow make Trump be his vice president. Like, just imagine how he asked him, though. Just imagine like, Trump's face. Yeah, like, like, I wish that was recorded. Yeah. You know Trump was like, you don't get the fuck like, up out my house. Like, and Kanye was probably <laughs> dead like, serious. Dead serious. Like, not no smirk, nothing. Like, like I, you know, you know, with the goofy way he talked, mm-hmm. I... Yeah, I want you to be my vice president. Yeah. Like that, nigga. <laughs> like what? Trump was like, "All right, what I want you to do is get the fuck out." That's what I want you to do. And then he turned all of the footage into this campaign shit. And he's talking about like, if you're a Republican, you need to your values need to align your your Christian values need to be aligned with your policies, which is totally against church separation of church and state all these niggas is goofy and yet somehow some way we're still gonna have black people vote for kanye and vote for trump of course it's always 
always some people out here that's going to do some shit like that. So, honestly, I, I really don't have much to say about Kanye either, to be yeah, honest. Nah, like, other nah. than it's just unfortunate, it's sad. To it's see. sad. It, it, it really is. Like, I think that's the highlight from yeah, it is it's really it is sad, sad to see somebody who is so prominent take this mm-hmm. big of a fall in the public eye and nobody around them seems to be able to help them or, you know, assist in them not making a fool and mockery of themselves. Um, but we at the end of the episode. So typically we do something called the tough knot and what would dad say? So the tough knot is kind of like just your parting words of advice. Do you have any parting words for the people? Anything? Anything. Um, Really, to be honest, no. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought you was about to say something about STDs or some shit. Because you, you was like, anything? Like, anything? what's your what random like, shit you about to say? Uh, I mean, other than, like, you know, take shit day by day. Life is hard. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I think that's a good enough. That's a good enough. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Dad would say, uh, cherish the, the people that you love. This is the time to do so. The holidays yeah. are always a great time mm-hmm. to really highlight love, um, togetherness, um people that you like um and so take take that opportunity and do so another episode of that has a bow ties